Welcome to the Eating Habits for Life podcast. I'm Kate Johnston, and I'm an eating habit and weight loss coach for career women. I'll help you become the person who no longer has bad eating habits and loses the weight she really wants to in a way that lasts. Let's start. Hi there, welcome to the podcast. So we're going to jump right into one of my most favorite topics, which is self-discipline, more specifically self-discipline and weight loss habits. Weight loss habits includes, of course, eating habits, that's the biggie, and you can definitely lose weight by just changing your eating habits. But there are some other ones that also help as well. And they can just help with your overall health. And those include exercise habits, sleep habits, hydration habits, and also stress relief habits, or really anything that you can do for your emotional health to decrease cortisol levels. There are certainly other things that help with weight loss, but these are some big ones. And if you haven't watched my weight loss habits free class and done the workbook that goes along with it, definitely do that. You don't have to do the workbook, but I think it's something that will really benefit you in sort of getting you jump started with the weight loss habits that you learn in the class. So I give you some really easy ways to start developing those weight loss habits. And also I teach you something about mindset that will really help you to actually create those weight loss results, weight loss results that actually last so that you're not losing weight, gaining it back, losing it again, gaining it back, you know, the cycle. So to create true change with breaking bad eating habits, losing weight, etc. It's not just the actions or the doing or the not doing, but also how you're thinking. Because how you're thinking affects how you feel and how you feel drives your actions or it can lead to inaction and certainly drives those knee-jerk reactions. So I'll put the link to grab that free weight loss habits class. It's a video plus a workbook on the episode page if you're listening to this right on my website. I'll also put the link in the episode description if you're listening to this podcast episode right now directly on a podcast listening app such as Apple or Spotify. All right, so on to self-discipline. So I'm going to tell you what self-discipline actually is, why you need self-discipline for weight loss habits, and how to get much better at self-discipline, all in about 20 minutes or less, because I am all about efficiency. All right, so self-discipline is when you follow through on something you intend to do or avoid doing, regardless of how you feel. This comes from within, meaning your own free will. Discipline, without the self in front of it, is when you do something because there is some sort of an external control. Someone else is telling you to do something, for example. So regarding weight loss habits, I'm talking about self-discipline and not just discipline because self-discipline is what you're going to have to have in order to develop the habits and keep them. And I would hope that you're not doing something just because someone else is making you or forcing you to do it. If you are trying to lose weight for your own health, that should come from your desire to lose weight. Okay, so you probably noticed that I said that self-discipline is when you follow through on something you intend to do or avoid doing, regardless of how you feel. 
So you don't need to feel motivated or energized or any of those things to still follow through on that action. Many people think that you need to feel some sort of motivating feeling or emotion in order to do something. Certainly, it's easier to do or not do that thing when you're feeling some sort of an emotion that's helpful, right? Such as motivation or something similar. But you don't need to be in order to actually follow through on something. In fact, oftentimes you won't be, you won't feel motivated. You won't feel that emotion that you want to be feeling or that can help you. You oftentimes won't be feeling that, right? Because lots of different things happen in your life every day and we're not always feeling the way that we want to be feeling. So if you only did something when you felt like doing it, that wouldn't necessarily lead to the results that you're looking for, right? For example, if your goal is to get into shape and you want to start working out at the gym or go for long walks on most days of the week, there may be many days of the week where you're too tired after a long day at work and you just don't feel like it, right? So if you only went to the gym or went for a long walk when you were feeling energized to do so, you're not likely to get into the shape that you wanted to get into, at least certainly not very quickly, right? And if the human brain is not really seeing results, it's going to be more likely to want to give up. The human brain actually needs to see some sort of a little reward sooner rather than later, so more of like an immediate reward to keep a behavior going. Think of it like your brain sort of needing that momentum. If you're only doing something once a week because you just don't feel motivated or you're too tired, it's going to be really hard for you to reap the benefits of any momentum. So it's going to be harder for you to keep the behavior going. Whereas if you commit to going for a long walk, say three days a week or going to the gym three days a week and you go no matter what, no matter how you're feeling, you're going to get into that momentum of getting that walk in or getting that workout in and your brain is going to be much more likely to want to keep that going. You're going to have that reward afterward more frequently and that's going to help to keep that behavior going as well. So because your brain needs some sort of a little reward sooner rather than later, when you feel good after getting that workout in or getting that long walk in, you do get that little bit of a good feeling afterward, right? And some people get a very good feeling afterward. I certainly do. So the more often you have that positive reward, the better the more likely that your brain is going to want to continue with that certain action or behavior. It's going to remember for next time that it felt good afterward. Whereas if you only did something every once in a while, you're only getting that reward every once in a while. So you won't really get that momentum going. Another thing that comes up with doing something regardless of how you feel is that if you got into the habit of not going for the walk because you were too tired after work, your brain is just going to get into that habit of you saying that you'll do something and then not following through. You don't want that. You want to get in the habit of saying you'll do something and actually doing it. So not feeling motivated shouldn't get in the way. 
we should at the very least try to minimize this, right? Now, certainly there may be some bigger things that come up such as like an actual health issue or maybe an emergency, of course, right? There are some exceptions and you may decide that going to the gym, even though it was your intention, is not in your best interest for that day or maybe for a longer period of time due to something, you know, pretty big, right? Especially if it's health related, but that's at your discretion and that's different than feeling a lack lack of motivation or just not feeling like it. All right, so why is it so important to be self-disciplined when forming habits? Because in order to form a habit, you need to be doing the behavior frequently. Doing something multiple times a day is the absolute best as far as forming habits, but oftentimes this isn't possible or it doesn't necessarily apply well. The next best thing would be doing something daily, so once a day. The next best thing would be doing something most days of the week, right? It's going to be harder to form a habit and taking a lot longer if you're just doing something maybe like one day a week or once a month. Now, there are certainly some exceptions, right? Just like anything. And logistically, you may only be able to do something once a week, but that once a week, every single week over a long duration of time can be enough for it to become a habit. It is harder though. Right, but it is possible, especially if it's done in the same context, meaning time, place, or circumstance, meaning like situation. So doing an action or behavior or not doing an action or behavior, if you're trying to break a habit multiple times a week, is probably your best bet to form a habit. If you're able to do it daily or not do the thing daily, and it was something that you were doing daily before, that's really a great way, right? But that's not always possible. But this all means you can't necessarily just do or not do something based upon how you feel. Because how you feel is not always going to be consistent, right? You're not always going to feel motivated and energized, like I mentioned earlier, especially if you're a career woman and you have a lot going on at work and at home. When I work with clients to help them change their eating habits and help them with weight loss habits, they're actually increasing their self-discipline along the way because there is such a link between self-discipline and habits. So if you feel like you are not self-disciplined or that you need more self-discipline, don't worry because that is a skill you strengthen along the way. Okay, so like I said, you're not always going to feel motivated and energized, especially as a busy woman or a career woman. You might feel too tired to make that healthy dinner, but if you want to have healthier dinners at home, you're going to have to push through some of that fatigue and do it anyway. I used to come home from the OR many times exhausted and oftentimes later in the evening, and I would not feel like making myself a healthier meal, especially when I was just single, so it was just me, right? So I'd eat a few bowls of cereal, which eventually led to some weight gain amongst some other eating habits. When I started just making a simple shift and making salads for dinner with like chicken, fish, or steak on top... I remember that was probably the first change that I made. It didn't add much time at all, and I started feeling more energized and losing weight. So, of course, the bowl of cereal would have been easier after 
12 hours in the OR, but taking that 10 minutes to make a healthier, more nutritious dinner made such a difference. It also helped me to better understand that with a small change that didn't take very much time, I could change my eating habits little by little, and it paid off big time. So setting an intention and following through multiple times is very important in forming or breaking a habit. And what helps with following through is doing something regardless of how you feel, self-discipline. And then you'll almost always feel better afterwards, right? I could probably go as far as to say you will always feel better afterwards. If you intended to go for a long walk, for example, but were feeling a little bit tired, and then if you did it anyway, you're most likely going to feel good afterward, right? At the very least, you'll feel accomplished, If you, say, intended to bring your lunch to work every day of the week, but you had a busier week than usual, so could easily find the excuse of not having the time, but you ended up doing it anyway because of self-discipline or pushing through that feeling, right, or that thought of not having enough time, you're going to feel better. At the very least, you won't be disappointed in yourself for not following through on your intention. If you, say, intended to go to bed at 9 p.m. on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday instead of 11 p.m. like you normally do, and you really felt like watching the rest of that movie on Friday night, but it wasn't going to be over until well after 10 o'clock, but you had the self-discipline to stop the movie, decide that you're going to save it for the next night and still go to bed at 9 p.m. like you intended to, you're going to feel better about that overall. You're at least going to feel more well-rested come Saturday morning, right? So it really is a matter of weighing like what's important to you, right? Those short and long-term rewards versus just going along with that, you know, how you feel in the moment kind of a thing, right? If you intended to meditate or do yoga for 10 minutes, but felt like scrolling social media instead, but then you decided to have that self-commitment or that self-discipline and do the 10 minutes of meditation, you're most likely going to be really glad that you did the meditation, right? You'll feel more relaxed and maybe more centered. And this will be more of a true relaxation instead of what your brain thinks you're getting when you're scrolling social media. So how exactly do you improve your self-discipline? It's a skill that you can strengthen, just like any skill, right? You may feel like you don't have any self-discipline, but I'm guessing that there are certain things in your life that you do have self-discipline about if you really thought about it. Uh, So I challenge you right now, if you're telling yourself or you're telling me (laughs) through this podcast, like, hey, Kate, no, I really don't have any self-discipline. I challenge you to actually look at some things in your life that you do, even if you don't feel like it, right? So for example, if you're a mother and you have a child, you're not always going to feel like changing the baby's diaper, right? I mean, no one gets excited about doing that. 
but you did it anyway, right? And there's lots of things around having a children or even having a pet that you do anyway, regardless of how you feel. Even getting up and going to work every day, that's another thing. Sometimes, of course, you're gonna feel like staying in bed for a little bit longer or you're going to feel like going to the beach instead of going to work, right? But you weigh the pluses and minuses of each decision and you decide yeah, I'm going to go to work, right? And a lot of times you don't even need to think about it. You're already self-disciplined with that, very self-disciplined, right? So how to improve self-discipline is to make the behavior or the, the action or the inaction that you intend to do as easy as possible to do it, like as easy as possible to physically do it. And also you want to remember to actually do the thing you intended to do, right? Remembering something is really key. So setting an alert or having some sort of a visual cue is very helpful. There needs to be something that prompts you to do this action. Oftentimes you can accomplish both of these things by getting some things out ahead of time that you'll need So when you're in a rush or not feeling like doing something, part of it is already done for you. And seeing those things, even if it's a couple little very simple things, helps you to not only follow through on that action that you intended to follow through on, but it also serves as a visual cue or a visual reminder to do the thing. Therefore, having a reminder and making something as physically easy as possible are key things for improving that self-discipline around weight loss habits. So it improves that self-discipline skill. You're also going to want to think of the reward that you'll receive in both the short term and the long term. So doing so will, again, make it easier to do the behavior. And of course, when the time comes for you to do the thing that you intended to do or not do and you don't feel like it or something else is making you want to do something differently, push through that. This may take a little bit of effort, but here's where thinking of that short-term reward can be very beneficial. Thinking about the long-term reward is beneficial as well. However, in the moment, where your brain just wants that instant gratification of doing the easier thing, you're going to want to sort of counter that with that short-term reward that you'll get after doing the thing that you intended to do or not do. You're going to want to remind yourself or your brain that if you do the thing, you will feel better afterwards and it'll be immediate, right? And the more specific the better. So maybe you'll feel accomplished afterwards. Maybe you'll feel energized afterwards. Maybe you'll feel relaxed afterwards. So think about how you'll feel immediately after. And then think about too the benefit to you afterward if it's not something like feeling related or emotion related. So Practice self-discipline as often as you can to get better at this skill. In doing so, you'll also increase the likelihood that you'll form the habit you want to form or break the habit you want to break. You'll no longer be someone who has minimal self-discipline or no self-discipline. You'll be someone who is self-disciplined and prides herself in her self-discipline. And weight loss will become so much more easy for you because you'll have established the weight loss habits to help you lose that weight and keep it off. 
No more of this cycle of losing weight and gaining it back. Let's do it the right way and form the habits that will create the weight loss results you want and help you keep those weight loss results. So you don't have to keep going through all the intense work that you may have done in the past with dieting, things like that, to create weight loss results. So this is a much easier way of doing things because it's more gradual and steady and then it's going to last so much longer, right? We'll also break the habits that are making weight loss difficult for you. And to do this the most efficient way possible and start noticing results along the way sooner, I can help you, whether it be with just a free consult to get clarity and direction or by working together in a coach client relationship. So your next step would be to book a free 60 minute consult with me and get that clarity and direction. And then you can also get more information on how exactly I can help you with coaching specifically. You can book that free consult right on my website, katemjohnston.com. If you're listening to this episode via the episode page on my website, you're already on my website. So you'll see the button to click to book the free consult. All right, my lovelies, take care. Thanks for listening. And I'll talk with you next week. Become the person who loves her eating habits and her body so you can enjoy more of your life. I'll help. Start now by just setting up a time to talk with me by visiting katemjohnston.com forward slash consult.